The Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Oh man, good people. There is so much randomness, yet acknowledgements that I care to share and talk about this week. As we head into another week of the Midweek Muscle, good morning, good people. This is Jay-Z, your host of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whatever you're deciding to listen into this cast. I thank you. And I really appreciate you because, you know, it was a choice that you made it here. And I'm glad because we have space for you. Uh, And most importantly, if you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. This podcast was created to help give peaceful and positive perspective and encouragement over the things that can have a tendency to hold you back and hold you up. And sometimes those are issues of the head and the heart. And so thanks for tuning in and let's jump on right on in with me this week. So last week I was... uh, I was trying, uh, it was trying me and that's why I hit y'all with the anger episode. Man, can I speak this morning? Good gosh, it is early, but dang, um, did you miss it? I'm sad to say good people like life does not, is not all peaches and roses, not even for the best of them or for whatever. Uh, but last week was a week for me. And it kind of continued into this week too, but that's okay. We, we, we get by as we get by, but, uh, I'm saddened to say that a series of unfortunate events occurred impacting my son. And thus, if it impacts him, then it impacts me too. Right. Duh. Um, but that's how I, that's how I internalized it. And so I decided to approach last week's episode on effective ways to address anger, period. Because in trying times, anger is a proponent of sadness and likely will happen when you are attempting to do anything worth anything. So good people, we're not exempt from experiencing anger, sadness, or feeling upset. And sometimes it happens in the face of what you're trying to do, but sometimes it happens to the people around you and it should piss you off. And so I talked about how to address that last episode or some tips that can help you address it. And so one of the crazy things about anger though, and this is what gets me, it always comes at the least expected times, like bam, brick in the face. There you go. Handle that. And, uh, (laughs) all I can say good people is, uh, we shall rise. We shall rise. And guess what? We shall overcome. But not before you acknowledge that thing. And that was my attempt at doing so last week. So go check it out if you have time. So in other news, uh, due to like the upset situation I was going through last week, it deterred me from actually talking about the sad news that faced us the week before, which was uh, the passing of uh, American professional baseball legend, Hank Aaron. Uh, his full name was Henry Lewis Aaron, nicknamed Hammer or Hammer and Hank. Y'all, he played, he was a right fielder in baseball, black man who played 23 seasons in Major League Baseball from 1954 through 1976. And if you are a historian or you love a little bit of history, you dabble in it a little bit here and there, like, like myself, oops, about to knock over my cup, um, you know that this was uh, 
his position and his plane was very inspirational to people fighting for civil rights back in that time and fighting for equality across all different segments of life, you know, uh, black people advancement or the, uh, the, the, like the NAACP, the national advancement, uh, for colored people. Uh, this was a, he was a big prominent figure in, in being inspirational as his position paved way for others to come behind him. So we're really sad about that. Um, Dustin Diamond, oh, screech, screech. American actor, director, stand-up comedian, and musician, best known for his role as Samuel Screech Powers throughout the series Saved by the Bell. That whole franchise was like, that was an it thing for me and my family coming up. That was like the Friday night, prime time, eight o'clock thing. It was once it got big enough, it was the after school thing every day at like three o'clock to three thirty, and then another one. I can't remember if they were half hour episodes or one hour episodes. And then you had the special what were they? They were like the one hour special episodes you didn't want to miss. And it always played opposite of family matters. So you didn't have to choose. It was good stuff, man, like super nostalgic. So, you know, uh, Dustin Screech, uh, uh, Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, Larry King. Y'all, I don't know if you listen to much radio or much TV and maybe you looked at him and judged him and thought he was like, he didn't care about much of anything, but Larry King actually put people on. Um, Now, I don't know his whole history, so you could be like, yeah, well, he did this too. And I'm sure you're right. You're right. Um, But I know he helped a lot of people too. So he was an American television and radio host uh, who... Man, if we can learn anything about interviews, he hosted over 50,000, y'all. I'll be struggling to get in one. 50,000 interviews from prominent figures, celebrities, musicians, politicians, uh, entrepreneurs, you name it. He has talked to them and that is just dope. News anchors, you know, things happening in the world today. He just, he was able to secure interviews with the right people in the right places. And I just think that's incredible. Um, and then y'all, if you've ever danced across a Tyler Perry movie, if you ever have like come across any film directed, even if it's not Medea, you have seen this woman, Cicely Tyson. Thank you, Tyler Perry, for always making room for Cicely Tyson in your movie. She's like, she was like the matriarch of like, acting. And I know there's so many, uh, prominent women, black women actresses out there, but it's like, whenever you saw Cicely Tyson in a movie, you just knew she was about to just drop all the nuggets of wisdom. You just knew it was coming no matter what role she played. Um, and so, uh, she was a black actress who gained an Oscar nomination for her role, sharecropper's wife, uh, as a sharecropper's wife in the movie Sounder and won a Tony Award in 2013 at the age of 88. 88. Y'all. So if you ever think like, man, I'm running out of time. Listen to that. 
my first award ever in my whole history of doing this was at 88 and I still was making impact through and through, um, past that. So she passed away at the tender age of 96. Um, and so just to all of those legendary, like people who made impact, you just rest in peace, rest in power, rest in glory, whatever the phrase is, just really saddened by those figures and their passings. Um, I don't know the, the only person I know, the real, uh, situation, uh, that was COVID related was Larry King COVID complications, but everyone else, I think it was other, uh, health conditions or just old age. Um, I know Dustin Diamond was uh cancer. Um, so, you know, just again, things are still out here and things are still happening and, and just taking that moment to acknowledge that. So, uh, let's take a deep breath on that one. And I'm okay. Are you okay? It's okay. It'll be okay. So good people, as we embark on, um, black history month is, is black history month. We're day three in it. And I just want to be the first to declare as a black woman podcaster that I believe our history is every day, but I do take the extra time to emphasize black history during black history month. Uh, just simply because, you know, why not? I can't complain about it and then not go and, you know, celebrate it all year round, you know, or not celebrated at all. And so I try to do a few things. And I was thinking about some of the things that we could do, uh, even within the show is maybe a uh, shout out and tag black business owners. If you know them, please send them my way. Um, or community leaders, not, not, or, and community leaders doing amazing work that, you know what, we may not even know about it because we're busy getting our work, you know, and that's okay too. Um, maybe, uh, I take a script from the culture, you know, rather that be, uh, from the arts current or past, maybe we call someone willing to come on the show. And, and I mean, uh, trust me, there are many because I've been recruiting and negotiating and all of these things. Uh, but the problem is there's just not enough of me. Um, and so about that, ooh, let's, do you have time for a real talk moment? Cause I got to talk to you about some things and this is hard. Life is going to hand us challenges that will ultimately alter our current processes. And they're not always negative, right? It, this could be a good problem for you to have. Like your business gets so busy that you can't tend to your business only. And the thing that you were doing for your full-time work over on the side, like you have to, you have to delegate either. You have to make the choice to switch or you have to delegate and, uh, you get to that point where you just can't be the only one working on the project. And I think I have, if we're being honest, I feel like I've matured past that point. It's been hanging in the pocket for a minute and I just, I've not, um, I've not thought to do like I've thought to do it, but I, I've, I've just been holding on, right. Hoping that I'd get more time. Um, and I just haven't been able to. And so I am going to start soliciting help where I can to delegate the tasks that I need for this podcast and for the tasks that I just simply can't get to. And it's very frustrating on my end and annoying and overwhelming, but it's very necessary because I know that you guys desire to 
to to get more uh, than just from once a week. And I'm sorry about that. And it's just, that's where we are. And so I'm glad I got that off my chest because I've been holding on to it for a while and I just thought I could do it. And even though I will to do it, it's, it's very, very difficult. Um, and so stay tuned for more on that uh, because it may be coming a little bit sooner than you anticipate. So we'll see. I'm still working over here, good people, I promise. Uh, but uh, you know, let's, let's jump, jump gears a little bit. Here's a feel good story, right? Um, you know, I I'm inspired weekly by the things that I hear that are happening out here across the nation. Um, because that's where my ears are. My ears are to the ground with a lot of things that are going on and people persevering through difficult challenges and people persevering and committing to that thing that they love to do. And that is one of the reasons why this podcast even started. I'm like, man, I've, I've witnessed so many people quitting on the thing that they love to do before they even get started because it's not working out. How can I encourage them? But what I found in the process is there are so many more people that are out here getting to it and I just don't know them. And so we walk amongst heroes every day, but what makes them heroes? I actually have a really good feel good story. Um, and I think it's equally troubling for other reasons, uh, but it's still very uplifting to me and I want you to check it out. Um, this man, uh, who it, he, his full-time job, his full commitment is a principal at a local high school. And he made the ultimate commitment to his full-time job by doing this. Take a listen. I'm not used to it. I don't think that I've done anything worthy of distinction to warrant the attention. This is Henry Darby, a Walmart associate by night, stocking shelves on the graveyard shift from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. But he has a day job, too, a tough one at that. Good morning. How you doing? As a beloved principal of North Charleston High School in North Charleston, South Carolina. Well, then put your jacket on, please. Do not go in that building without your jacket on. COVID-19 has really placed a damper on the personal relationship because at North Charleston High School, we do express the three R's, rigor, relevance, and relationship. Everybody knows that I, I'm a hugger. When I see my student, come here, boy. Come here, child. Come here, give me a bigger. Meet them at the door, off the buses. You got problems, they come here. Give me a hug anyhow. I'm just that type of guy. He's also the kind of guy who knocks on a student's doors after school and on weekends to check in. A student body who has 90% of their families living below the poverty line. The pandemic hitting his community especially hard. I get a little emotional because um, when you've got children, you've heard sleeping under a bridge or a former student and her child is sleeping in a car, or when you go to a parent house because there's problems and you knock on the door, there are no curtains and you see a mattress on the floor. And these people need, and I wasn't gonna say no. And um, at my age, you know, we don't ask for money. We just don't. Um, You just go ahead and do what you need to do. And Mr. Darby did. That night shift at Walmart, it's for them. Every paycheck, every dime, all of it goes to helping his students in need. He has done so quietly, not even telling his manager at Walmart about his day job. 
even before we knew, um, there was something special about him. I would be so happy to have Mr. Darby for as long as he will have us as a part of his family and beyond. His endurance, almost superhuman, walking what must be miles through his high school hallways during the day and stocking what looks like miles of shelves at Walmart at night. It's shocking to everyone but his students because they know that's just the kind of man he is. He's ready to help anybody. He's impacting the community in a very special way. He's there when you least expect it, but um, when you need him the most. Mr. Darby's only request of his students, whom he calls his grandchildren, is to pay it forward. It's quite simple, simplistic. Just learn to help others. That is one of the greatest things that we could do in terms of human beings. Simple, yet powerful words from a man who knows that one person might not change the world, but they might change the world for one person, and that can make all the difference. I am an optimist, but I'm also a determinist. I know that it's going to get better. I know that these times will not always be with us. I know that my students will not always be in poverty. I know that because that's what we are. Uh, America makes it better for everybody. Wow. Can you imagine going to work from, going to the thing that you love from, you know, principal start at five. Some of them start earlier and some of them leave at six and maybe later because they're having board meetings, journal meetings, all the meetings, you just, you name it, they're having it, right? Um, a lot of them take time throughout the middle of the day to recoup and just rest because there's just so much planning when you're a principal, just so much. And it really is more of a business than it is a social uh thing, but a lot of principals will take on that social aspect because they care. And he is, he is one of many that are doing something like this. And, uh, it was just, oh my goodness, to see his passion come through in his voice, you could just tell it struck a tender heart, tender place in his heart. So fast forward a little bit, uh, Walmart found out and they were just so moved by what he was doing to care for the children that go to school with him that they gave him a $50,000 um, check to help support how him supporting his students. So that didn't go in the principal's pocket. It gave him additional resources to help his students out uh, for how his students have been impacted for COVID uh, in their families. So it was... It, that was remarkable to see. And I, you know, I, it's troubling because yet we still have families that are that hungry or, or living lives where they're living out of cars. You know, that's, those are the troubling things for me. Um, but I'm happy that he's contributing to his community by not just being self-serving. And I just, I absolutely love that. I have a heart of service. Um, but good people, as we head out, because I know there was a lot, no, no real storyline this week, no real plug. It's just stories of remembrance and stories of, you know, what's happening out there. And then of course I bring you to this last piece that is a beautiful piece. It is one you may remember, 
but it's in lieu of Black History Month. And so I hope to see that you catch who the author is just through my mere recital of this wonderful piece. And here it is. Um, and I hope it inspires you as you kind of take off and head into your your working situations for the rest of the week. So here we go. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why you beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns, with the certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard? Cause I laugh like I've got gold mines, digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But still, like air, I rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping wide, welling and swelling I bear in the tide, leaving behind nights of terror and fear. I rise, and to a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. If you couldn't take that piece and you didn't know who it was from, it was from our late Maya Angelou. And the the quote of the poem is, I rise. Um, And so this morning, this afternoon or this evening or wherever you have this or whenever you have decided to tune into this cast, thank you. I appreciate you. I hope you can meet me here next week. We love you. We thank you. And Y'all heard the poem, it's time to get up and rise because the world is awaiting you. Y'all be safe, wash your hands, wear a mask and hang on in there. And until next week, peace and let's make it a good one. And as always, let's go.